Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of ITM, Inner Thoughts Manifested. I hope you all are having a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Sunday. So, last week, or I guess for the past week and week and a half, I've been off my game, right? And I'm starting to think that um, it's going to happen every once in a while. I think the important thing is that you're self-aware of it and that you can catch on quickly. I think that's where a lot of us tend to fail at because if we don't catch on quick enough, we're going to have to work on that much harder just to be average or just to even be considered. But if you want to be in that spot or in that elite pool, then, excuse me, then we got to continue pushing beyond our comfort zone. I think that's what's been happening with me. I've been working really hard. I mentioned how I've squatted uh, <laughs> a max out of three, 360 pounds. And since then, I've kept my workouts light. But then uh, the heat has been like 90 plus degrees every damn day. So due to that heat, I just stayed in my house where it's semi-cool. And I don't know, like it was to the point where we put a work order in and the guy took a look and did a couple tweaks to our air conditioning. So it's better. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm ready for this heat to be over. Now, even though it's hot, that's still no excuse for me to for me not to go out and put in the work at the gym. Uh, So I think that's where I'm at. I think the next step for me is just regaining control and regaining my self-confidence and my not only my goals but myself so my challenge for everybody is to um, just sit down and just take a moment and uh, reflect on um, where you're at reflect on what you want out of life and reflect on what you're doing now is it is it helping you reach that goal or is it hindering you like a shackle, right? So I guess this is the transitional period where we've built the foundation. We understand the basics. Now the question is, what do you want to do? You know, it's like when you take all the basic classes like math, science, and social studies, and now it's like, okay, what is it that you want to do? Because if you wanted to work as an accountant, you have to learn business. You have to learn how to balance a checkbook. You have to learn very particular skills to go into this, right? Or if you want to be an artist, you have to take like art classes, and that's that's just specialized. So I guess the thing is, what do you specialize in? What do you feel as though gives you so much passion in it that you just geek out like a fangirl? And that's probably the best way I can put it. Like the excitement that you have on your face when like, your favorite show comes on or your favorite character has, like, a badass moment. Like, you want to get to, like, that point where you just feel the adrenaline rushing and you're just like, wow, this is truly living. This is life. And I can't get enough of it. I think that's where a lot of us are at. Um, I can't speak for everybody, but I know I'm not alone in this. So, of course, I decided to start now as opposed to being like, well, I'll go on vacation next week. I'll start after vacation. I was like, eh, nah, I'm just going to go ahead and start. You know, that tells you 
the growth and the mindset right there. So, of course, I did a deep clean of my house. Everything's clean from dusting to vacuuming, everything. And then, of course, I got in the gym for about an hour and a half. And I don't know, it was just something about that workout that really got me going. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, it's just to the point where, what, what are you going to do? What are we doing? Like, what's the next step, you might ask? I think the next step is just um, realizing your passion and pursuing that. So now that you build the foundation of you deserve, you know, you have to take care of yourself, self-love, self-care, you have to be disciplined. Like, you know, the basics, like everybody now knows the starting, how to get to the starting point. Right. So now it's more of a, okay, I've been doing this for six months. Now I need to go on to the next step because, you know, it's not enough just to be good. It's not enough to be, like, excellent. You want to be, like like I said, the best version of yourself you can be, the best version. So you want to sharpen your skills to the absolute max. And even then, you want to go beyond your limits sometimes because that's the whole point of getting better and self-improvement. Now it's identify your passion. And as much as you work out and clean and do all this other stuff, now you have to put in that much work, if not more, into your passion. So what's your passion? You know, and the thing about it is, excuse me, some people will say, I have to do something with sports, sports management, uh, play a sport, coach, like whatever it is. And that's the thing about it. You have to surround yourself with people who know the game and expand your knowledge. Even if it's just yourself going on Google and looking up the skills on YouTube, like you don't realize how many resources you have. <clears throat> now, I understand it takes a minute to jumpstart yourself. So why not find a friend and be like, hey, you know, call them up. Like, hey, what's up, girl? What you doing? Oh, you know, I'm trying to do this. And like, oh, that sounds interesting. We should do that together. And then next thing you know, uh, you're helping each other. Now, I'm not saying you'll always be a team, but at least if somebody, for some people, you have to have somebody with you. You have to have someone like push you and motivate you like at all times. I'm just not the guy for that. I mean, I can say this stuff all day, every day, but is it going to click? No. Like, I also have to be the one to take my own advice. I have to be the one to reach out to people. And, you know, you wonder how I'm doing this. It's literally simple. You know, I'm reaching out to people. I took inventory on myself. I am just trying to be better, you know, because it's time to wake up. It's time to not make excuses just because it's hot outside. Listen, it's summer. What do you expect? Uh, And I don't know. It's just something about I can't get mad over a customer wanting uh, something, every little thing. So I'll tell you guys two stories real quick. So at work, I'm in the drive-thru, as always. Um, This woman got a coffee and a sausage croissant. Now, the thing about it was she asked if we had creamer. Now, I wasn't sure if we had creamer at the time. All I know is, I think, like, the day before, um, I saw, like, sugar packets. I was like, oh, okay, we might have creamer or just sugar. I didn't really look because I didn't stock that area that day. I was uh, doing other things. I had someone else stock it. So I handed her a coffee, and I handed her croissant. I said, hey, have a good day. And then she was like, uh, is the creamer in there? 
sir. I'm like, okay, first off, don't holler at me. You know, like, that. don't holler at me and then just check your tone. Because, like, I don't know. Like, the first thing I'd be wanting to tell people is, like, I'm not one of your kids. I, I don't know how you talk to kids or how you talk to everybody else. But with me, it has to be respectful. Okay? I was raised on respect. I was built on respect. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And just, you know, you don't have to like nobody, but you at least respect them enough to be like, hey, what's up? Because even a dog can wag its tail, right? So the point is, I, I said, hold on, I'll, I'll check real quick. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, man, we unfortunately don't have any uh, creamer, but, like, I can get you, like, a milk or something. I mean, that'd be the closest, to be the best I can do. And I also have sugar, and she was like, well, I want that. And I said, I don't want your attitude either, but yet here we are. Like, if you don't go on somewhere. So I slammed the window and just walked away. <laughs> now I know what y'all thinking. That's not manager-like, but here's my thing. I'm not like other managers, okay? I, I'm just, I don't tolerate disrespect. I'm like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how entitled you feel like, feel as though you are. I am a bisexual black man in America. In a same-sex marriage, <laughs> and given how everything's going in this world, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't walk around asking for free stuff in Black History Month and stuff. You, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't do that. So the point is, <laughs> just be respectful. Just be chill. Like, don't get an attitude just because I'm doing my job asking if you want a cookie. You know, that, that's the whole point. Everybody has some type of suggestive sale or some kind of upcharge or, like, whatever, right? Wendy's, we have 99-cent cookies. That, that's just what it is. So, <laughs> needless to say... She drove off. She was mad. And I'm just like, okay. And I should have just got over it. But I had to go sit down for 15 minutes to cool off. And I'm like, okay, something's wrong with a flow of mine. Because otherwise, what was the point of all the work? But the fact that I acknowledged this quickly and recently, um, that shows some type of growth. So don't be so hard on yourself because I'm pretty sure you have grown more than you think. But at the same time, if it, if you don't feel as though you've grown enough, then you have to dig deeper and put in more work, okay? Because it doesn't matter how many certificates and people praise you. Do you believe in yourself? Do you feel like you did enough? Because um, I think deep down, there's always going to be that one moment you're like, damn, I should have did more. But same time, you're going to be like, hey, I did what I could. So, uh thing was Saturday, I guess you can say I, I kind of had my first management shift. Um, although we had two call outs and like one new person who, who has worked a little bit here, but she, to me, it doesn't seem like she's getting it. And then there's another person. He's only there like once in a blue moon only because of health issues. And listen, I understand if you got health issues, take care of your health. Your health is far more important. But if you're only going to be here like once or twice a month, why not just be like, hey, I work every Friday and Saturday. You know, the fact that you're here like once or here or once on a Monday and I might see you again three weeks later on a Thursday. Like, I, I don't like that inconsistency. So, but, and it's because of the inconsistency, he doesn't have a flow or a rhythm yet. But needless to say, we made it work because it was like me, the GM. And then I had uh, another person where she's always matching my energy. Like, I've worked with her enough. Like, we, some things you just don't even have to say. It's just you look at each other and you just know. <laughs> so this guy, um, 
I, ch- I cashed him out and got his food, and I think he spent like twelve, fifteen dollars. Well, I told him have a good day. Like I was cool, and I was starting to bag every the rest of the orders, and I was kind of directing everybody. I said, "Hey, make sure we drop fries. Make sure we drop nuggets. Make sure we do this." Um, <laughs> and the GM looked at me. He's like, "That's what I like to see. That's what I'm talking about." So then the guy was like, "What?" He's like, uh, "Now here's my thing. Y'all know me." I, I don't like when a, my one of my biggest pet peeves is when a customer, when I tell you have a good day and then you don't drive off in the next few seconds, that's a problem. <laughs> so he was like, I'm missing. He's like, hey, I'm missing my stuff. And I was like, okay, like, what are you missing? Like, don't just tell me you're missing stuff. Like, I don't know exactly. I've already bumped your order off the screen, bro. Like, I'm going on to the next car. <laughs> you know, like, that's what it's supposed to be. Well, apparently, we was missing. he was missing a whole combo, right? And it was like a large uh, Dr. Pepper and like a 10-piece nugget. And I want to say a medium fry or a large fry. I don't know. So then um, I got him the large Dr. Pepper. I said, here you go. Have a good one, whatever. So then I'm, I go back to bagging. And then he gets it out. He's like, hey, I'm still missing my nuggets and fries. And I said, sir, what count? Like you just said a Dr. Pepper. I don't have all day to ask you every little thing. <laughs> so then I get. I said, hey, everybody stop what you're doing. So then I got him his stuff and then I got everything else kind of organized to where we wouldn't have a disruptive flow again. Cause I understand things are not going to always go the way we think they're going to go, but I like things to go pretty smoothly. And and at this point, after he gets taken care of, there should be no reason why things are not smooth for like at least the next hour, give or take. Cause we're in the middle of lunch rush at this point. So, of course, tensions are a little high and things like that. So, pretty much, I get it for him. I throw a little bag, pretty much chucked it at him and was like, here, take this, go. Don't ask me for nothing else. If I'm missing something, you can come inside and talk to a manager because you are holding up my line. You know, I got people's food and stuff getting code because you want to sit here all day. I I don't have that kind of time. (laughs) And if you say something, I I will gladly come outside or come across this window. Uh, and that's, I didn't say all that. I said part of that, and he got the gist of what I was saying. So then he just drives off. I was like, dude, I don't care about your attitude. Like, <laughs> uh, because once he left, everything was running smooth. Like, we got, like, the next five, seven cars, you know, already out, up and out of the way and bagged and ready. It was, I don't know. But I think normally I wouldn't even think much of it. Because sometimes, you know, I just, I'm in such a good mood or I just don't think about the person, you know. But this time I was thinking about him. But I didn't bring work home with me and let that negative energy take over my home. So remember um, where you started at. And for me to like not cuss him out as much as I normally do customers, that shows something. That tells me something. And, um, you know, and then like some people, you just, I don't know. I think, I think we need to start checking inventory on ourselves again, like the people that we have around us. Um, I'm sure that your real friends are looking out for you. But at the end of the day, um, some snakes may slip through the cracks. So I think that's when you need to um, do another inventory. I think that's when you need to do maintenance on your foundation. And you have to really think, like, who's in your corner? Like, somebody might be in your corner for three months, right? And everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, you don't talk to them for, like, a year. And it's like, well, damn, were we even friends? Like, are we just acquaintances? 
And I'm starting to realize the difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Because I have some so-called friends who have now been, I don't want to say demoted, but they have now become just acquaintances. And I don't just reach out or do things like that. It's one of those, like, in passing, or if you just so happen to text me, I'll text you back. And like I said, it's not that they did anything wrong. It's not that I'm mad. It's just that, you know, as we get older, the shift in energy is what you is what you put. Like, because you are getting to a point where you see what you've oh you see what your parents saw for you. You see what your teachers saw for you. At least good teachers, okay? Because I, I remember in college, I had one professor. Who uh, and unfortunately, I had to take. He was the only one that taught particular classes, and I had to uh, take him every time. And I'm like, bro, because he was a horrible teacher. Okay, uh, granted, I got a B in his class. Every class I took of his, I got a B. I never got an A. Okay, like this is the type of professor that he's never in his office during office hours. Now I understand, uh, but I thought that was the whole point of office hours. I thought the whole point of being a teacher was to guide, not just. Like, I understand now I got to put in some effort and do things for myself. But if I read the syllabus and read certain things and then I ask a particular question to help better my understanding and then you try to make me sound like an idiot, that's when I have a problem. OK, so, of course, we butted heads a lot. Um, but the thing is, teachers, no matter if they're good or bad, they bring out uh, the best in you. Because all through life, we've been working on being the best version of ourselves. All through life, we've been dealing with the pressure and just, you know, hey, we got to do better. We have to be better just as human beings in general. Okay. So I guess uh, you can say this episode was just more of finding my center and just clearing my mind and just, you know, uh, just going with the flow. You know, I think a lot of times we try to force things. And we try to accelerate the timeline. Okay. I watched this motivational video and I wish I got this guy's name because I've been seeing him on a lot of videos I watch. Uh, and he said something. He was uh, he was in church because I think he's a pastor, but he had a treadmill on stage. And he was talking about, well, you can't run when God tells you to walk. Right. And. Like I said, I'm not trying to take this moment to make religious. All I'm saying is some things you can't just fight against. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then I'm, I'm here. No. You have to there's, – there's times to walk. There's times to run. There's times to take a breath. There's just times to – you know what I mean? Like you have to go at your pace that is set. Now, sure, if you, you, know, if you overdo it in the gym and say like, okay, instead of eight reps today, I'm doing ten reps doing 12 reps. I'm like, I'm in the gym an extra 30 minutes. Like, okay, I get it. If you have a very particular goal in mind, or if you need to cut weight to make, to make the cut or whatever it is, but don't, you know, overdo it to the point where now you have put so much strain on your body. Uh, <laughs> you're down for a while. And cause when we get down, it's like, yeah, we're resting and we're healing, but that's all we do. We don't take time to Go back to our, like, what if you're writing a book or if you're doing poetry, you know, you can rest at home and still work on your book. You can rest at home and still write in your journal or whatever it is. I think the thing is, when you put so much strain on your body, then you just drop everything. Listen, 
just because you're not going to the gym does not mean you stop everything else. Okay. Everything is not surrounded by the gym. Everything is surrounded by what you want in life, what you want out of life. Sorry, excuse me. That's what it's surrounded by. Like if you want to be in a very, in a particular shape, then yeah, you're going to have to go to the gym. You're going to have to eat better and take me. Like I'm not a salad person. Okay. I'm not, but I've been eating salads lately. Like I've been getting salads from Wendy's. Um, and I eat about half to three fourths of it. Okay. I, I, I get a good chunk of salad in hell. I had a grilled chicken wrap last week and I'm starting to realize, um, when you change your mindset or when you, um, get fresh ingredients or when you just like add extra meat, like there's things you can do. I understand the portion thing, but like for me, I gotta, add, I gotta add something. So to, to like help with the lettuce. So just make your adjustments, find your center, clear your mind and, uh, just remember to take control. Okay. That's the next step is just building and, you know, doing an inventory and, you know, doing some maintenance on your foundation. And if you were to ask me how to do maintenance on your foundation, it's simple. Uh, do whatever you did for your um, inventory the first go around, you have to do that every time. So every so often, take a look around, go to Facebook, go to Twitter and Instagram and see how many people you have following or friends. And it's like, listen, right now, I think my personal Facebook, I probably have a little over 300 friends. Which is about realistic because I know just about everybody on there. Okay, now, even if I know you and I'm like, bro, like, we ain't talked in like two years. Why are you on my social media? You know what I mean? Like, I can't give up that space because once you give up that kind of space there, it then it starts going into your personal going into your personal life. So, it's just some things to think about. So, that's pretty much what's been going on with me. Um, but now, I'm back. I'm focused. I am... Uh, grinding harder than ever and just really um, really just trying to take the plunge of that next step you know and and it starts with you know me getting back in the gym like I did today I'm sure y'all saw that on social media uh, me changing my mindset which I'm sure y'all can tell by the way I'm talking me changing or getting back on the particular things is what it's about so there, there we have it. So I'm going to cut this episode a little short um, just for the simple fact that um, I think I made my point today. And I know sometimes we want these episodes on podcasting to last, you know, so long. But at the same point, you got to understand when you said enough and when you made your point. OK, because then once you make your point and you're still talking some people get frustrated. Some people, you know, get lost. And I understand because I used to be that way. I used to not think about what people were saying. I'm like, it's like when you apply for a job and you do the interview and they'd be like, well, why do you want to work here? I'm like, because you're hiring and I need a job. Like, why do you think I'm applying here? Like, I'm trying to put my skills here. And I'll share one more quick story. So I had... Uh, I was in transition of jobs, but I had checks coming from quite a few places, and um, I did an interview at this one place. Now, granted, this one place closed, got torn down. It's now about to be a car wash, so I I did I made the right call not showing up. Um, but I did the interview because I was like, oh, I'll be a server here, and it'd be cool. So I did the interview, 
And I showed up, and they were like, hey, what can I do for you? I said, oh, I'm here for an interview with, you know, Kyle. Uh, you know what? We're not going to say Kyle, because I don't want y'all to get it mixed up with uh, my boy Kyle. We'll say, uh, we'll say Kai for the sake of the story. So I said, I have an interview with Kai. And they said, okay, cool. Um, so I waited, like, 15 minutes. And, and I was like, I was getting ready to leave because I was like, first off, my time's valuable. Okay. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm very big on punctuality. Like, if you tell me a party starts at six, I'm probably going to be there by six, six fifteen. Um, but if you tell me my interview is at like one o'clock, okay, and I show up at 12.45, listen, I give you to about one fifteen, And like, I understand everybody gets busy and things like that, or you might have call outs that day, but still, my time's valuable. So, of course, as I was getting ready to leave, uh, he comes out and he's wearing a boot on his foot. And I was like, oh, okay. He was like, oh, he's like, oh, hey, before you leave, he's like, hey, don't leave. I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, no, you're good. It's just, you know, my time, man. It's like, you know, if you're busy, then you could have just sent someone out here to tell me that. Like, you know, like it wasn't I was actually feeling good about my outfit. I was feeling confident for the interview. Like I was like really with it. Well, he, uh, so then he looked at my resume, right? And he was like, oh, wow. It's like a lot of management experience and you have server experience and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, and he's like, I just have one question. And I was like, sure. And I said, yes, sir. And I was very respectful. He's like, so you've only worked at these places for like a year, year and a half. Uh, like, what, what's going on? And I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. But what had happened was I said, sir, let me explain something. I, most people, most people these days, they don't work past a week, let alone a month. They call out every weekend. I'm the type of person that works every weekend. I'm the type of person that shows up even when I don't want to. The fact that I've been at these places for a year, year and a half is for the simple fact that one, uh, (laughs) I'm not going to waste my talents at a place where they don't have um, I guess you can say either room for me to grow or any intentions of promoting me. Cause you got to pay attention to people. Like you can be the best, most qualified worker and they'll still overlook you because they'll play favoritism. They'll play all this stuff. And then you start thinking like, well, what's the point? The thing is everything works out and you have to find where you, you have to get in where you fit in. You have to find, you have to find it. And you can't just force things like that. No matter how long you with somebody or, how many, uh, how long you've been with them? And I said, look, after a year, year and a half, like I started thinking about bigger positions and then either I, either they're not looking forward for me to get it or I move on to another job that has given me more, that's given me more potential and I'm learning. So, you know, and I'm, I gave him that answer and he was just shocked. And I was just like, sir. And also like, the fact that I'm here for a year and a year, year and a half, doesn't that give you like hope to like, oh, this guy's not just gonna quit on me in like a month. This guy's actually going to be here long term. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta give me something. <laughs> so, because it was just the way he asked me that question, and I was just like, do you just think I just quit jobs and just go? Like, no. Like, I continue not. Like, I left Gabe's because you know, I got overlooked too many times. There was no, there was no intention on ever pushing me. So of course I left. And it's went downhill since, you know, I left a shoe store because the store manager wanted to act like she was God and my mama and talking to me all crazy and being very disrespectful. And I'm not going to work for nobody like that, you know? (laughs) So 
Of course, that store man, that shoe store manager got cussed out. Of course, she's still terrified of me to this day. I mean, who wouldn't be with the way I cussed her out back then? I was young, reckless, wild. I mean, now I probably wouldn't cuss her out as much, but I'd still cuss her out. Uh, but back then, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> I said a lot of wild stuff. And it's just, I don't know. Um, I left Casey's because, you know, I had one guy who was kept coming at me a certain way. And I told him, I said, look, man, I'm not, I'm not the one. I will hurt you. Uh, and it's at the point now where I want to throw the first punch. And then like, between him and the store manager, who was obviously against me, you know, I'm going to stand up for what's right. I'm going to stand up for myself. So me leaving these jobs or like whatever it is, there's a reason behind it. I don't just quit a job just to quit a job. I don't quit a job because, you know, this person got on my nerves or I don't like this person. Okay. Like I said before, we can agree to disagree. It's a respect thing for me. If I'm not going to be respected here, I'm going to take my talents elsewhere. And and that's what it, that's what it comes down to. (laughs) So I don't know. I just feel like the, the growth is there. And I didn't, I guess I didn't really think I've grown that much until, this episode of the podcast. So the point is, the point is you've already taken that first step without realizing it. Okay. That second step is going to be easier. And after each step, things are going to get easier. Now things will also get harder, but they'll also get easier. Okay. And I know that doesn't make sense, but it's just one of those. You have to feel it and you have to experience it. So don't sit on the sidelines. You want to be on the field, okay? Now, you might not get on the field when you want to, but you'll get on the field when you need to, okay? Just be ready and stay ready. So, uh, yeah. All right, guys. So my challenge for y'all this week is to just um, continue to grow, acknowledge, and look back and reflect on the past, uh, don't live in that past, uh, live and enjoy the present. Please make sure that you are being safe and you are staying hydrated, um, because it's going to be another hot week. I think, um, cause I think it's only 30% chance of rain. I think if I looked at my phone, right. Um, uh, that's another thing. So I've been glued to my phone. The technology has been slipping. Okay. I'm about to get back to being disconnected from my phone. I'm about to get back on the grind. I'm about to get back to it. So um, as y'all see that I made a post on social media, like more posts and more stuff is going to come. Although I had to push some stuff back. But now if I can work twice as hard, then maybe I can still meet some deadlines. And, you know, like I said, 2023 is my year. So far, I think I've done pretty well in these uh, six and a half months. And I'm pretty sure you guys have done pretty well, too. So, yeah. Anyways, be safe this week. Stay hydrated this week. Remember to acknowledge yourself and acknowledge your growth. Remember to just, you know, be in a moment. And everything will work out. This is ITM, Inner Thoughts Manifested. And as always, I'm your host, Noah Fields. And I will see you guys very, very soon. See you guys.